the SND Podcast channel, the perfect channel for any style of podcast. We have all different pop culture style podcasts for all of your listening needs. If you would like to start a podcast, you can reach us at sndpodcast at gmail.com. We are always looking for new podcasts to add to our channel, and the topic could be anything you want. So contact us now. Welcome to 311 of the SD Podcast Show. And that one viewer that we see is me because I'm watching it on. I had a boy <laughs> watching it on YouTube. So we are we are in live 311, a little different this week due to scheduling. Uh, we are here on Saturday. Uh, us a little bit off. Kind of helped us out a little bit with the Patrick Graham news coming out on Friday night. Um, but the biggest story is going to be focusing around football right now, which it's kind of, it's kind of crazy that this is the story, Pat's grandma's job. And now this is the story we're going to go over because a lot of the reports were the ownership core loved Brian Flores in the interview, but they allowed the GM to continue with what he wanted to do, which is fine, which hundred percent is the way it should be anyway. <laughs> Have a say, but keep your keep your mouth shut. You know, we don't need Jerry Jones or Arthur Blank style running a team in New York. And they said a lot of reports were Flores was the guy if Graham left. From that, any chance do we see Brian Flores even getting a phone call from the Giants? Um... Probably not. That would be some sort of crazy curveball. Um, a lot of people joked about it that I, I talked to. So, um, no, I doubt it. Um, by the way, yeah, Chris Mickle. Uh, I don't know if you know Steve or Van. The Giants just um, hired their assistant GM from the Eagles. So Yep, I saw that that's one. him. So, he seems to be Mickle. very young as well. We have him on? That's Chris Mickle? That's his name? Yeah. I didn't see the guy's name. Yeah. So. Oh, Brown is his name. Okay. Yeah, Chris is. Chris yeah, our, our assistant general manager uh, didn't just hop isn't, on our podcast. Isn't the comment <laughs> of all the things? Um, oh, talk about talk about right on the right on the job. Once they hear the first initial reaction to this, who <laughs> would have thought it would be us? Yeah. So no, that seems cool. Um, yeah, no, like he's a young guy. Philadelphia, obviously, as much as we hate the organization for being our rivals, but. Obviously, their front office is one of the better ones in the league. And uh, they basically did a rebuild in a, in a half a season, basically, last year. So, And they still found a way to make the playoffs. So um, I'm happy for it. There's a lot of other guys that were in the Eagles organization, like uh, the Jets GM and a bunch of others. So um, hopefully he is uh, what all the other Eagle guys are cracked up to be. And hopefully he's with us for a very long time. Or if he leaves, hopefully it's because we won three Super Bowls and he helped architect it. So that's that's what it with uh, Brown, um, Patrick Graham. Yeah, it would have been cool if he stayed, but at the end of the day, uh, good for him going to uh, Las Vegas. I was about to say Oakland. Good for me for saying mm-hmm. that. Um, but good for him. It. Obviously, with Joe Judge being one of his best friends, it's well documented that they are basically best friends. So 
honestly, uh, more power to him. And especially what happened this week, I would have been, would have been a little not weird. It would have been different that he stayed with everything, like with the Viking job and everything. Like he, he. If anybody has a problem to be complaining about, he had a nine-hour interview, and then they're like, "All right, you're not, not our guy," kind of thing. So I don't know. Let's how how delicately we want to tiptoe around this. So, uh, so we'll get we'll get into him in that position and filling that role in a little bit. But um, as we know, the Giants already started making phone calls and, you know, I'm going to throw a couple questions at Danny about it later. But uh, Flores a little bit, you know, came out this week. He's suing legal action against the league, the Giants, and I think it's just the Dolphins and Belichick or the Patriots No, it's Dolphins and Broncos. And it's and they're trying to uh, get a class action lawsuit. So they're hoping other African American and minority candidates uh, for executive jobs and head coaching jobs join suit with this. And then they so had a, a Hugh Jackson came out publicly said something. Yeah, and then he goal. refuted it today. Oh, he went. Well, he went back on good. it. Go away, yeah, basically. So sorry because he said that he uh, got, also got offered to get paid for per Jesus loss. High. Which um, obviously I, that wouldn't surprise me. I mean, it's um, Cleveland. They just they don't have to pay you to lose. They just do yeah, it. Right. <laughs> they, when he was there, they were just doing it. It's not like you were making, you know, must be nice to practice. I got to make a little extra to be really bad and warm in practice that week. You know. Yeah. We. This is obviously a delicate, like Danny said, a delicate situation that I don't think any of us are super qualified to be, you like, know, discussing. All right, like the. With with the Rooney Rule, obviously Go it's it. it's meant to be the right things to do, obviously. Sure. But in certain situations, if if a team likes their guy, they like their guy, and that's where that that weirdness comes around. And in for the Giants' standpoint of it, yeah, Belichick might have obviously. Well, he does have a lot of connections still with the Giants, but sure. Belichick Belichick doesn't have a final say in what the Giants do or say. So that whole timeline is very weird. Also, and we, how would and we he know? Danny said he's got. You can't tell me Bill doesn't have connections. One, you know, in the Giants, of course, and two, like just around the league, he's Bill. Like, right. It's just I was weird to see how Bill texts. It's pretty weird. It was so him. The best. It's it's so him. Like the the high dash. Right. The hyphens was like Bill's. Like okay, quick statement. No, the funniest was I was talking about was the 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 funniest was the two funny things was the the, uh, Giants exclamation question mark. What is he a fifteen year old girl? I did not see that coming. Yeah. And then I fucked up dash BB. I, I should start doing my text messages as yeah. BB. It's really did, funny. Did, but... Imagine that one. Danny, did you uh, take out the trash last night? Sorry, I fucked up. Hey, hey, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, honestly, the whole thing is weird. The the it, the whole Giants part of the story is weird because it was before they actually in-person dayballed. And obviously a couple of days before they interviewed Flores. But it so, was well. They also waited on Dave also because they knew he was preparing for a game that week. Well, no, we also had they also only had a twenty minute Zoom call, according to the press guys. I don't remember which exactly one said that, but he basically only had a twenty minute Zoom 
on Friday. Like literally right after Shane got uh, the, the press conference, they literally had his two Zooms with Le- Leslie Frazier and Dayball. So, because they had to get it in before, obviously, the game on that Sunday. So, But they had already uh, hired the GM. Right, who was right. coaching. So, so, so uh, that for the people that don't where this know. Is coming from. And okay, so. Total sense. So this is where everything gets twisted is the day judge gets fired. Apparently um, Mr. Mara and a couple and his nephew were texting Flores saying, Hey, we want to give you a shot at the job. Right. So that which probably is a shot at the job, which means interview doesn't mean he's getting right, the job. Right, right. So that's where it gets all crazy and convoluted. And then, then the Belichick text messages come. Um, that's where he probably thinks is a sham interview. But when the Giants came out the other night with their whole press release, it really seems like, all right, this is a, you're not just twiddling your thumbs for nine, seven hours. You he literally met with the whole organization, like from pretty much the kitchen staff to Mr. Marin, and uh, Mr. Tish. So like, if you break it down, he talks to the PR staff, he talks to the coach, uh, the general manager, you talk to uh, Ms., uh, Dr. Barnes and uh, Jesse Armstead. You talk to the other PR people. Like he literally, they had it broke broken down to where what he did. And rumor also had it that he had dinner with Coach, uh, General Manager Sh- uh, Shane the night before. So would you be having dinner? Would you be having dinner if it was a sham interview the day night before you have the actual seven hour interview? So that stuff doesn't make sense. Doesn't compute. The Dolphin stuff is absolutely crazy. So if that's any sort of true, um, they might be getting a new owner because that's insane. And then the Broncos refuted it as well. I don't really know that story, but apparently L.A. got was hung over or drunk for that interview. Right. So the, the, the Broncos right. side of the the Broncos side of the story is he <laughs> says uh, Flores says they didn't take it seriously. They were drunk. They were well. Right. They were hung over. And L.A. says we took a late night flight to get to his interview. So if we were disheveled, that was the reason we were flying all night and, you know, we took it seriously and yada, yada, yada. You're also leaving Denver. So you're going from that altitude in Denver to another location. It's going to be a, it's going to be a problem. If it goes the other Uh, way, Flores may be having a problem just getting used to the altitude. Now he has a bad one and they don't hire him and he's going to say, Oh, well they brought me here because of the altitude and the altitude screwed me over and all those things. So that can go either way. That's a tricky – Denver's a tricky spot. The Denver one's tough. The Miami one – I, I the it, Miami stuff is just – It doesn't have anything really to do with the the Rooney rule, but it's definitely, you know, something to be uh, – Isn't there a front to... office African-American? I don't know. I believe their GM is – I'm not sure. Regardless, he has a case there – Somehow, I don't know on what grounds. And, and the situation on the way everything they how they left it with him and the organization. Obviously, there was some sort right. of bad blood. So we don't know if the if uh, Ross gave him the the incentive of the extra hundred k per loss in twenty nineteen. We don't know. Right. Uh, we might never find out unless this gets bigger and they they want the transcripts or if it was just in yeah. person, which I'm sure. Chris Greer. Is their general manager in Miami of African and he's African American? See, see, like this. This is where we have to like. We know the Rooney Rule has it has its it has to be fixed. Yeah. So there's a couple. There's a couple things. 
he's definitely the the class action lawsuit that these things need to be worked on is correct. Situationally, it doesn't feel like that's the whole thing with this rule. You hire a GM, especially that GM, very clearly wanting to bring his guy, his offensive coordinator with him. Regardless of who you're interviewing, that was kind of going to happen, I would think. Right. And, and honestly, I know a lot of people in the, the, the regular public doesn't follow the Giants. And, like, I know Vin follows it closely because of us. But if you watch and follow the Giants all season long, why would we go? Why would the Giants want to? As I'm not saying with Flores, but Flores is basically the right. not the same coach. He's why better than Coach Judge, coach? but it's basically the same exact style of coaching right. that we just had. And wouldn't we want an offensive-minded coach? So I don't get the the pushback from the Giants' standpoint of things. Like it's just obvious, and it is. It was clearly obvious that we wanted Dayball because he was the only offensive-minded coach we wanted interview. So. Right. And also on top of it, he's saying that he didn't get hired by Giants due to skin color. And if you look, well, which at is who, nonsense, which we right because look at right. Uh, if you I'll look at that list again, you broke up. Look at the list of the people that they interviewed. Right. Oh yeah. The, the team, the different guys. Like, I don't know exact names, but at least half of them were of African American descent. Well, it was Flores, right. Leslie Frazier, and Patrick Grant. Right, and then the other one, I think they did two other interviews, and that was about it. And one yeah. of them was hired. Right. It so, was the D coordinator from the the Bengals and Dayball. Right. Oh, and uh, Dan Quinn. So those are the three. Right. So three and three. So, Rooney rule. Right. Again, it's got to be fixed. It's, but how do you fix it? That's the problem. How do you fix yeah. it and be like, hey? If we have five teams that fire their coaches, three of them have to hire African Americans. But you, you can't do That's that. That's the thing. So you look, can't. Right. There's no like, real there's way to no, fix it. There's no perfect way to fixing it. And and Tiki Barber had the best um, saying yesterday. It might not be working for the K coaching jobs, but look at the rest excuse of excuse me. But the, the but the executive jobs, the general manager jobs, the player personnel jobs it's actually working in those fields. So maybe it has to be a stepping stone for that to be working first. And then the coaching stuff starts trickling down. Yes. Having Mike Tomlin being the only African-American coach African-American coach in the NFL is kind of crazy. And there's only three minority coaches. Oh, well, three total minority coaches with Ron Rivera with the Washington Commanders, we haven't talked about that yet. That's and then, um, and we have a uh, coach, uh, what the Jets coach, Robert Sala. Robert so, Sala, yeah. So three out of thirty-two teams is obviously not a good look, and especially when uh, the NFL's track record of race and everything, along with that, with the whole Kaepernick situation, and and so on and so forth. And and it, it is funny to me though, how. The NFL does it again. All they have is the end racism on the back of their helmets, on the fields, and on everything like that. Like, I don't want them to just make it a lip service with it as well, but it's just a tricky situation that they need to figure something out. They, they, it's something needs to be figured out. 
I, I, I'm not well qualified to figure out what that is. I don't know. None, but... none of us are on the show. Just throw it <laughs> but, out there. Right. So there's clearly something wrong, though, because one, like 80% of the coaches in the league have played for NFL or college level. And right. of the group that plays, like 70% is African-American. Right. So that overlap doesn't match up. Like Coach then, Cully getting fired after one why year. Why did Cully get fired? The Texans were a thousand times better than anybody thought they would. Now, is was did he get fired to hire Brian Flores? That's possible. I don't I don't know. They are saying he's like one of their Why famous. did Brian Flores get fired? Um, that that owner is a jerk and a jackass, and we knew that. So I don't I mean now we're seeing stuff. There's only out. two there's three jobs, but obviously there's two left for Flores to get. Because obviously the other one's the Dolphin job. Houston and and New Orleans. New Orleans, right. Who did the Vikings hire? Um, they um, are like 99% positive they're going to hire the Rams offensive coordinator. Okay, so they're just waiting. They're, they're waiting, waiting for next right. Sunday at but, 11 o'clock. Right. So, But then the other thing here is a lot of the top – if you right now, you're the, you know, whatever – you're the Saints, and you make a list Another of every coach in the league, isn't it? What? The Saints' job is still open, isn't it? it oh is. no, they just... it's the Saints, the Texans, and the Dolphins are the people that don't have coaches left. You're the Saints. You make a list of the top available coaches. And by the way, Peterson. If people were under a rock last night, Peterson. Oh yeah, Peterson got hired by the Jaguars, right? Ja- which is a good move. Yeah. Yeah. The other night. Yeah. By the he... way, according to the Saints website, it's still. Yeah, but he stepped down. <laughs> Whatever. The top one hundred percent, the top two candidates are African Americans. Why Eric Bieniemy isn't getting high, getting interviewed for anything? I don't know. He he is. It was announced today. The Saints actually got permission. Okay. From he the should get chief. their job most likely. Or and Flores, those two guys to me are right. the top two candidates. Right. So there's a disconnect here, and it's like it shouldn't be the case where the only African American head coach is like a top five coach in the league. Like, right. you have to be so amazing that you get a job, and that's the only way. Because that's what Tomlin is at this point. It, yeah, and it, and it is nuts. It, it really is nuts. And he, and he's at that one place that you're not getting fired. Right, one, because... he's got security. But two, he's a fantastic coach. If he got fired, oh, 100, he'll be hired top, in a second. And he's still uh, young. He, Isn't he still, like, 41 years uh, old? He was a young guy when he got hired. Yeah, he's probably in his 40s yeah. right now. Yeah, he has to be in mid-40s by now. Yeah, I think. He's yeah, he 49. Was probably, he was in his 30s. What? 49. Okay, yeah. So he was probably in his early 40s when, yeah, he was in his early 40s when he got hired. Or 30s, yeah. No, it would have to be 30s because he won the second Super Bowl. It's been, right, that was, he probably got hired in 06, right? Because Cowher left after they won the Super Bowl, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because they won the the Super Bowl against the Colts. I'm not Colts, the Cardinals. Cardinals. And then he. So he's been to two Super Bowls, one and one. No. Was it the. No, Cowher beat the Seahawks. Yes. Cowher beat the I'm Seahawks. Talking about, I'm Cowher talking about beat Tomlin. Tomlin, yeah. The Packers. Beat the Cardinals and lost 2007, the he was hired. Right. So now we're going on 15 years? Ridiculous. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a wonderful story, too. He only DC'd for one year with Minnesota. Yeah. So. You know, I'm actually looking at uh, Tomlin's Wikipedia page. Tomlin continued a trend of hiring coaches in their 30s. 
And Coward was 34. Chuck Noll was 38. Before that was all 38, 32, 35. Right. It's crazy. But that's their, their thing. They hire young and you keep them. Which is crazy. Hire young and you keep them for a long time. Three coaches in 50 years is insane. It's insane. Which but, is awesome. Um, yeah. It's like the Packers having two quarterbacks in 30 years. <laughs> It's that's still, my dad always. And you look at those numbers, just those numbers. Regardless of how their success, about. how their success, it's that it's a crazy number. Yeah. Right. My dad that's always talks about. You see the revolving door of quarterbacks in the league. Right. Like, that's crazy. My dad always talks about that with coaches that like Tom Landry, like the first three years they were terrible. Right. The Cowboys, and but you know they gave. But they were time. they were they were a uh, they were a brand new team, so. Right, but they they still like you gave them time and it it became successful. The Steelers right. thing. Yeah, I mean, I think that's we covered most. Yeah, yeah so the uh, I, I just the, I really yeah. I really one more hope... thing with the Giants standpoint of things. It's just unfortunate that the Giants did what they had to do, and they're getting dragged, rightfully so. Um, well, not rightfully so for their yeah, but a little dragging, regardless. Regardless, they're they're getting dragged, but they are doing what they were supposed to do, and unfortunately, because of Belichick's text message situation. Made it look a lot worse than it really is. Um, that that's the unfortunate part because if you look at the Giants' schedule, like I mentioned before, you're having a seven-hour interview. That's no sham, you know. And like, and right. who and he I, met. I wish I screenshot it. Um, they posted. I don't know where it's actually posted, but they posted like the full schedule. Yeah, like, this guy was. This guy was. Let me find in in house in Quest. Send it to me and I'll share it, Danny. It was Inquest. Met with the owners, the GM, Pat Halen, the head of the head of the PR department. Like he went through not your regular, we're just calling you to get you here interview. We're just we're not checking a box with you interview. And it's because Mara and Tish were thinking, okay, who's gonna make the splash for us? To try and help things turn around. And they looked at Flores as that guy that could come in and be that. But at the end of the day, you let, they let the GM do his job. Which was, this is the guy. This is who we're hiring. This right. is who I want. I, I don't think anybody's arguing you shouldn't let a GM do his job. Or that you want to hire the right guy. It's just... There's also... It's funny that this came up after. Because a week... I think it was like a week ago. Um, I learned something about the rule that I didn't know. Did you guys know it applies to coordinators now too? Yes. So I didn't. I had. I didn't know that until basically last week because um, I knew that because we. I obviously the Giants were going to be uh, right. Looking for coaches. Well, the Packers have to get a new offense coordinator. They have to get a whole new fucking staff at this point. The, the I whole sent you they're, the all, they're all going to Denver. They're, right. Everybody went to Denver. So <laughs> when it was like pretty clear that Hackett was leaving and getting the Denver job. They asked Lafleur, "Do you think you're going to promote from within?" And he basically said yes. He was like, "Yeah, I think we have the guys in house that I can." And it was like, "But you have to hire. You have to look at other people. Like, you, it's a rule. He have to. He has to interview, a you know, a person of a, a minority." Well, so yeah, in that moment, the... it was just like he doesn't give a shit about the rule. He already knows he's keeping the offensive line coach or keeping. It was between him and the quarterbacks coach. He was keeping one of them, and they kept the offensive line coach, and that was it. So. It, it's very apparent that these rules aren't in there, you know, 
aren't front of mind for these guys. Right. And at the end of the day, you know, nine out of ten times when it comes to a coordinator leaving, you're hiring from within. I would say maybe seven out of ten. Unless you're having yeah. a whole new staff. You're right. And especially, especially if, well, I mean, most of the time when your coordinators get, get plucked, it's because you're successful. So, so this is the, uh, the Duval, uh, not Duval, um, Flores day with the Giants. Like, so yeah, let's, let's GM quickly... at the door, GM at the door, ownership meeting, lunch, lunch with, with Tim O'Donnell. That's, um, Mr. Mara's nephew, who is very high up in the organization. He's pretty much the third person mm-hmm. in line. So Pat that's Hale obviously the, of the PR. And then you have Ronnie Barnes, who's been on the in the organization as long as the Mares and Tishes. Um, Armstead's the, been the the linebacker coach slash everything team else. Team guy, yeah. Team guy for a long time. I had to Google who Pete is, but he's the chief commercial officer of the New York Giants. So he's mm-hmm. basically all the other, like the giant brand. I'm not sure who Allison is, but Pete is on Twitter all the time trying to do like contests and stuff with the Giants. Okay. And then and then the finishing with the GM. I mean it seems like an extensive process. But that, again that's not that's not a first round interview. That's a we spoke to you that's a if you're looking for a job right now, that's the second phase of your of an interview process. I, I don't disagree. But I, I think that the evidence was damning that he didn't have a shot in the first place. At race or not aside the evidence is damning that he that that somebody else was the favorite, which is just what it was. That's not you know, like I said, it's not a race thing. And then the other thing is, it's more just it's got to be being used as an example, right? You know, he needs examples, and he's got a decent amount of examples. The Denver thing is going to be impossible to prove, so I don't know. It's just Elway's word against his at this point, right? That right. one's going to be tough. My my question is, does he get any of these open jobs? We'll see. He, he, he has a shot with the Houston Texans. Job. The Houston job should be a layup. At this point, so, they should just not have the fans run the team because they don't even know what they're doing and just let the fans run. Like Whoever's a quarterback will we'll pick a formation and then they'll put three things on the, on the board. No, they just got a brand new You get five GM seconds, from... you send in a text message of A, B, or C and which play you want to well, use. Well, they actually have that league. <laughs> Just do it that way. We'll let the we'll let the fans pick the plays. They'll run the team. You know, at this point, because these guys go through coaches. The same organization that let Derek Carr, uh, David Carr, almost die. Yeah. For how many years? Can't even pick a coach. No. But again, they that guy did not do a bad job, no. David Cully. He really when he got fired, I didn't know David his position before that. Uh, he had to just be in house. I don't know for sure. Yeah, I don't recall. I'm not studying David Coley's. Uh, no, I was thinking of his old his job before that. Where was his? What was his position? Was he a GM? Was he a court? What coordinator position was he? Are you in two seconds? Uh, he was the wide receiver. He's an offensive guy. He was a quarterbacks coach in okay. Buffalo. He was a re- uh, assistant head coach and wide receiver coach, passing game coordinator in Baltimore. So he's an offensive guy. 
obviously right. looked because Davis Mills looked okay towards yeah, the end of the Davis season. Mills was maybe the second best rookie quarterback. Right. Yeah. Mills was playing well. Um at the end now now switching gears with Patrick Graham leaving, like I said earlier, you know, it becomes uh all right, who do you hire at this point? Me personally, and Danny, you could bring uh um I want to hear your thoughts on this. I would like to bring in a guy. Possible the Ravens guy is is a good fit, of course. Wink, but, yeah. Of course, he's number one, but he said he's leaving. No, he, he left. They let him go because it, they brought back the guy. Um, hasn't he they, been in Baltimore like forever? Yeah, yeah he has. They, so they I guess they him, just ran their course and whatever. So what happened was, after last year. Harbaugh sent his brother in Michigan, their like linebacker coach, and said, "This guy's the guy to run a defense." He got the experience being a defensive coordinator for Michigan, and he left Michigan to go back to Baltimore to be the defensive coordinator. And this guy only had one year left on his contract now, so it was easier to let him go now with one year instead of two years. So yeah. that is at the end of the day the best position, but. Personally, I would like to see the Giants kind of go in a similar direction that the Rams did. And bring in bring bring in a defensive coach to run defense. Basically Wade Phillips is, is what you're Wade Phillips, John Fox. What's John Fox doing? Sure. Vic Fangio, who has no job now. Fangio. Well, right? v- v- so there's three names that I uh thought of. Um, well, I'm obviously well, I'm gonna hear the thought on this of so bringing in this guy where now you just let Duval he just sits aside and he runs the offense. You can have right. the same special teams and let someone else just like they had in Los Angeles and we were saying where they were when they first started when he was hired. You know, let him run the offense and in a couple of years from now, all right, cool. Now that he had that head coach position, the head coach taught head coaching. In the lo- in the same locker room. Now we can let that guy go and bring in a younger guy or whatever he wants to do, like the Rams are doing now. That's just the way I look at it. Right, and there's there's plenty of D coordinator names out there that were either fired as head coaches, or that are track record as DCs. So there, if there's that, if that's the way you want to go, and I, I I do agree with you on that, it would be either a Wink Martindale. Um, you can go Mike Zimmer. You could also go uh, Vic Fangio. Would be those three names that you yeah. want, or you go the opposite way, getting another young style defensive minded coach, and have that built up. So, Jordan I, Schultz says uh, people, several people in the Giants organization are high on Vic Fangio. Well, who wouldn't be? Right, I, <laughs> as a defensive coordinator, there's no argument there. <laughs> Who wouldn't be? Obviously, sure, yeah. that would be a slam dunk. And then you get uh, uh, Kafka, who is the who's coming from Kansas City as the offensive Zimmer's coordinator. A great pick too. And the funniest thing is, he's two days younger than me, so I want to jump out of a window for who, that. Oh, Mike Kafka. Yeah, no. it's pretty. Funny. Listen, if you want to, if we're going that route, you might as well keep the uh, the ball rolling. Crosby's what six days younger than you too, eight days. Oh yeah, something like that. Sydney, but, yeah. Sydney Crosby. Yeah. So, <laughs> end of his career, Sydney Crosby. Yeah. So, but 
Yeah, no, I, I, there's plenty of good defensive names in in our in that are out there. So hopefully we just land one of those guys. I would like Martindale because just the track record of the Ravens. When you think of the Ravens, you think of defense. You just think of smash mouth style of football playing on the defensive side of the ball. And obviously the Giants are created and known for running the ball and being defensive. So that would be great. Obviously Zimmer's track record as a DC before becoming a head coach is uh, it says that all it has to say between before he was a Bengal and Viking head coach, but he is a good defensive minded coach. And then Fangio, Fangio, he was on the bears. He was, where else was he? He's, he was been everywhere. He's been a defensive minded DC everywhere he goes. So can't go wrong with either of those three, unless there's a wild card out there that, they want to go and get younger. Chase Blackburn. He's been the def- he's would... been the linebacker coach for the last what four or five See years. See what Chase is. He was a special teams coach. Yeah, he was both. He did both. He, he did both. linebacker both. special teams. And apparently, the... T Max coming back for his third <laughs> third uh, third head coach in a row. So Fangio was the coordinator of that Niner defense with Niners. Uh, thank you, Kaepernick, and you know that team. Yeah. You know that Patrick and the Willis Bears and... when the Bears went to the Super Bowl as well. Uh, he was a bear at some point. He was the Bears recently, fifteen to eighteen. Niners before that. Oh, okay. Uh, he was at Stanford, so that's probably why he came to the Niners. Right. He was in Baltimore, um, mid two thousands. Houston. Yeah. Indy. Been around. He's gotten around, and he's one of the better coaches around. So yeah. Hey, listen, if we yeah. really want to. Brian Flores' point, call John Gruden. Bring him in as a coordinator. Well, he's an offensive-minded coach, so that wouldn't work. Bring him in. Tight end coach. Maybe he'll teach Evan Ingram how to catch. Well, he's a free agent, so he's probably not. So he's not on the team. Oh, darn. (laughs) He had an okay year. He just didn't drop the ball every 10 players. Speaking of John Gruden... Um, there's a report out this morning, and this Uh-oh. has more to do with me than not about Gruden. Um, coming in, you coming in to the pack? He's joining no, the pack. No, <laughs> the oh, guy, Rich. He, yeah, his, his interim is they're saying he's coming to the Packers as their special teams coach. Good, but I would I'm love kind that. of surprised at that direction. I, I don't he know, was I, the team was very, very playoffs. much behind him. No, he Danny, he's saying in Vegas. I in for Vegas. us. 100%. I, I think we were all relatively surprised he didn't get more of a shot in Vegas. No, yeah. I agree. Oh, in that terms, yes. Yes. But he and they hired McDaniels, hate, right? McDaniels sucks. We hate he's a fucking he's a jackass. He's probably yeah, going to be perfect good. for Vegas. I know. He's probably going to be successful, but you know what's going to be great is like all the videos of him going straight to the, the gambling right after every game or you know. Yeah, I don't if he's not on the sideline to start the game right away and you just be like, where is he? And you find out he's at a blackjack table, three casinos away. I'm just, it's just why now that like, I don't know. There's something. I don't think, I think he's not happy that Bill's still around in New England. I, I think that's that has gonna, to be the case. Cause he didn't, he went back there thinking, cause think, remember, he there took twice. The, remember he took the, the, the Colts job. Yeah, he took the Colts job. And then said, like wait. three years ago. Eh, three, and four? He, yeah, whenever it was, like, Frank Wright. Whenever Frank Wright got hired. I think it was three years ago. Right. Three or four. 
they hired Josh McDaniels, and he came back thinking, all right, Brady leaves, Bill's going to leave, I'm in charge. What are we in? It was four. It was after the Eagles won the Super Bowl, so right. after 2018. Right. So that's right. That he was paid a lot of money, and came back and said, you know, I assume he thought the plan was that Bill leaves whenever Brady's done, and then I get to take over. But then that didn't happen. And then I it it got to a point where, like, it was never. Then they couldn't stop him. I don't think. Like, like we've talked about, if you're getting promoted, you can just go. Frank Reich got the job for the 2018 season. Right. So that's it. Was it was that was the time of the McDaniel's thing. They hired him first, and then he left. So they hired. He Frank. goes, yeah, about that. I'm not coming. I think that was it. So they were facing no. each other in the Super Bowl. That's weird. Be awesome. No, they couldn't oh. see each other in the Super Bowl. They're no, the I'm top. saying they were, like Frank Reich and McDaniels. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. It doesn't even say about him going to. There's got to be a mention of it somewhere. Broncos in 09, he went to the Broncos. Right, he was. And, and it they went off video good, picks. And yeah, they went like 7 and 1, and then he completely tanked. And they missed he then the went to the. He was at the. He was the offensive coordinator in 11. For Spagnola, for the Rams. Then he went back to. On February 6, 2018, McDaniels announced as the head coach of the Colts, however, withdrew from the position on the same day and announced that he decided to stay with the Patriots. Right. And his agent gave up on him at the same moment. How old is he again? He's got to be young. Late 30s. He is bump, no way. Bump, uh, 45. Yeah. Oh, okay. Makes more sense because he was the coach of the Broncos in like 07. Yeah, that he was probably in his 30s then. So he looks he's a very young looking guy. So. Yeah, that's but that's gotta be the only reason why he ran to Vegas. Like and it's also the Raiders, their organization. Yeah. I mean and, and let's face it, they're not too far away. They're they're in a they're in a good division. They're in a division where you're that's getting the problem. You're that's in a divi- the problem. They could easily be fall to fourth place. They they the wild. I mean, they clearly have the fourth best quarterback in the division, and it's not really their fault. No, they don't. Not Vegas. They have the third oh, best. Yeah. Denver doesn't have a quarterback. Denver doesn't have. Well, it's kind of okay. it's kind of hard was, to have the fourth best if you. Don't have in it. my head, I was thinking. Rogers coming out of retirement. If Rogers goes to Denver, they're fucked. They have no quarterback, and there's no reason the to have a quarterback. Best, and it's not even close. <laughs> eh, you can argue third, fourth at this point. You still got to see more out of Herbert. I think. No, I think. I think you're right about fourth. Well, but you can, there's an argument. We'll see how this game goes on Sunday. People still rank Herbert above Burrow because there's been a lot of talk about the great young quarterbacks in the AFC, and most people go like Pat Allen, Herbert, and then yeah. Burrow. If Burrow well, wins the Super Bowl, then I think that changes, obviously. Oh, yeah. That, that should be an interesting one. And we'll talk about that Wednesday night when we get back yeah. together for that. Um, listen, it's just – it's it's crazy. Like, and McDaniels – who did they hire? They hired someone else for the offensive job, didn't they? Didn't they give uh, – I'm not ringing a bell yet. Raiders coaching staff. Now you got McDaniels there. I would say Patrick Graham. Well, why would they hire an offensive coordinator 
it's 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 McDaniel's. No, it's in, oh, their website's not even updated. Because if you look at it, they're, people joke their around. Special on... teams coach is the same guy, and also Gus Bradley still their defensive coordinator. Okay. <laughs> people joke that uh, Judge is going to be their uh, special teams coach. It wouldn't surprise Could. me. It wouldn't either. Yeah, they know, they know to, each other. According to Wikipedia, it's a guy named Greg Olson, not that Greg Olson, but Greg Olson. They're like Greg. And he's returning to the Raiders, so it's basically Carr's guy. Is basically what he's doing. I mean, he's yeah, like, Carr's guy. like I said, it's, it was interesting. It, Carr was at the uh, the uh, NHL skills competition, and he's like, "I love being in Vegas, and I can't wait to be back next year." And I, and I I put out a tweet that said it's funny that he said he can't wait to be back next year considering the Giants don't go to Vegas. <laughs> I think he'll be back. I think I think, I think at this point he's going to stay. I think he's in a good sp- position with McDaniel. I, yeah, I, I don't disagree. Again, and he, he's and just he's, stuck he's behind unless, unless Tampa's calling them and saying, "Hey, can we have your quarterback now?" Because uh, I kind of. <laughs> I mean, we're we're jumping to the off season. With only one game left, but it's very. I'd love to know what they're like. Organizationally, do they think he's the guy, or they're gonna stick with him? Raiders not, or Bucks? The Raiders, because if okay. if not, he's the top quarterback of like he's better than Jimmy. I would Jim. say he. It depends on the Russell situation whether he's the top guy, of course. I, yeah, I guess right. that that he's that, number two if Russell's available. Right. Right. Russell's if the phone call is getting, uh, but you mentioned Jimmy G and like they're talking about training him. And it came out today, Bleacher Report reported that the Titans have made it clear they do not want anything to do with Rodgers, which is fine. Okay. Is Jimmy G that answer? Like you gotta realize? No, I rather I rather have. I rather just stick with Tannehill. Yeah, but you're getting younger by it's bringing the, in It's Jimmy. the same person but younger. Yeah, I guess. But that's what uh, I'm thinking about because uh, also if you cut. What's Tannehill's cut? That's the key. Because Tennessee is a situation where it's literally a a good enough arm away, but I don't know if it's Ryan. I mean, they had a terrible. But if you're offering me Jimmy G for Tannehill, I'm just keeping Tannehill. Right. Tannehill's contract. Like, if the Niners had any sort of quarterback on Sunday, there's no way they would blow that game. He has two years left. And Jimmy G didn't even play that bad. He missed a couple throws, but they should have never blown that lead. And McVay cost the the Rams that game. They any other team they would have. He lost. tried to give it away. Also, those, you can't. Those challenges you can't, were trash. You can't give. Uh, you can't even cut. If you cut him, you can't cut him. Okay. If you cut Tannehill, it's fifty-seven million. Yeah, didn't didn't he get an extension? He just got one. Recently. He got the extension, but still. He's the third year in. You would, but fifty-seven million of dead it, cat money is. No, you true. can't. You can't cut. Him. They have to stick with him, right? No, because the way I'm thinking about it is, you're you're basically a team that your offenses ran through Derrick Henry anyway, right? Right. It's not like you have to be a, you you don't have to be a great quarterback in that team. I think Tannehill. If if, ever, if we're putting every quarterback, that's kind of you know. In the whispers, even Carr, I I think I would take time. Hill. He had a bad game, but he's been very consistently good over the last two years, and he fits well in that scheme. Right, I think you stick with that. Um, they were a sham of a one seed, unfortunately. Like they shouldn't even have been in that spot. 
It's only, I believe it was the third time they were the number one seed. The Kerry Collins one, shocked. Yeah, yeah, Danny, did you know they were a number one seed with Kerry Collins as their cornerback in 2008? I don't remember <laughs> that was... they were the one seed. I remember him being on them. Yeah, they were, they were good. It, yeah, they were the one seed. It Look was at Kerry Collins being the one seed at least he, twice. They <laughs> lost. It was the Favre season in, in uh, with the Jets, and the Jets beat them like right before the Jets tanked. They beat them, and it was like a big win. And then I remember the Titans being – I think they lost to the Ravens, though, in the playoffs. Three, so, I mean, um, they beat out the Colts that year. Wow. Yeah. They went 13-3, and three, if I'm not mistaken. That, that what year was, was it? It was 2008. 2008, Tennessee Titans. Two years after their Super Bowl run. Dolphins were – that was the year Brady tore his ACL in yeah, opening right. week. So Pittsburgh was twelve and four. They were thirteen and three. Yeah, that was like three. They had Albert Hainsworth. It was right before he left and went to Washington. They lost to the Ravens thirteen ten. Yeah, in the playoffs. Kenny Britt. Yeah, Kenny Britt. Rutgers fan. Um, Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson was the running back. Oh, so that must have been his rookie year. Derek Mason caught a 48-yard right. touchdown. Derek Mason. Joe Flacco. One of the more guy. underrated uh, wide receivers in the league. What a guy. So, based on the, the standings from that year. Oh, the Giants were the one seed in that year, too. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that Steve? was the possible shot. shot himself. Year. And then they lost I'm still the convinced we would have went back We're winning a Super Bowl if they don't. He didn't shoot his freaking Well, who ball. came ah. – I mean that that was the Cardinals, right? The Cardinals came out of the NFC that year. That was yeah, yeah. that would have been tough. We would have been, been a great game. That would have been. I a mean, great Fitzgerald game. just took over that playoff so much. What what a good. year for the, the the Titans though at quarterback. You had Kerry Collins starting sixteen games. Vince Young was the backup, and Chris Sims was on that team too. That was Vince. Yeah, Vince had been drafted a few years ago, I guess. Chris, Chris Johnson and Lendell White were the running backs on that. Team. Yeah. Wow, here's here's a good one too. Wide receiver wise, Justin McCarrens, Zach oh, Peem, wow. uh, Justin Gage was on that team. Algie Crumpler was their tight end. Algie Crumpler, Algie <laughs> Crumpler, and uh, Vin, who's your tight end? Like Mercedes Lewis. Mercedes Lewis. Those guys are in the same category of yeah. obscure tight of ends from the late thousands. Yeah, that was that was. Um... Oh, here's an interesting thing. I clicked on Chris Johnson's numbers, and in 2008 was his rookie year, and he finished seventh in MVP and second in offensive rookie. But here's an interesting one: he didn't even finish in the MVP race in 2009. And that was the year he had CJ2K. Right, that was his. Aiden was the MVP that year. Oh, that was. That was, I think that was Adrian. No. He bro- Adrian broke the record in like 2013, I think, or got near the record. I think he broke it, didn't he? Kind of I don't know if he did. He's in rushing. I think what's his name still has it. Um, Eric Dickerson, 2,105. Dickerson. Peterson had 2,097. Yeah. It was that. It was 2013, I think. He came pretty close, if I remember or correctly. 2012? No, it was 2012. Because it, yeah. it was the year of the Joe Webb game. Eric Henry last year had 2,027. 
You know what's funny about all that? Like, on the list, Chris Johnson is number seven. And we thought he had a great year. Well, then here's a fun How many rushing yards did he have? He had 2006. So you have to look at the all purpose yards because he had a lot of receiving yards, too. He probably right, had that's... 2,500 yards total. Um, Amon Green is tied at number 10 on the he single season wrestling record with 1,883 in 2003. Yeah, he was a beast. That was I was trying to think if I could like go through every season. Remember how it ended? I think 2003 was the Eagles they lost. Yeah, it was the Eagles. The yeah. 4 and 24. Because that was they beat the Seahawks. Fred X. And then, and then Freddie Mitchell. Yep. They lost the, 11. They lost uh, to the Eagles. 20 to 17 probably. Yeah, that was the yeah. Al Harris pick. Right, the the wild card round that year was the Al Harris game, and, and they then, went to Philly and blew it. And then they went to Philly and lost. Uh, we could, I could probably remember. That's the thing. Like, how how far back can you go? Because I I did it back to two thousand one. I could do two thousand. Two thousand Giants. We'll do that in an off season show. We're Since we're not going to have baseball of... this February. We'll yeah. go, we'll, we're never we'll gonna have talk baseball. We're gonna have a long summer of nothing to talk about because there's gonna be no baseball. There's gonna be. Baseball. I'm okay with it, honestly. But there's Giants not gonna be spring training to talk about. Giants request permission to introduce Steelers senior defensive assistant Tyler Anner in Austin. Okay, he's Steelers, it's, so I'm for it. It's uncertain whether permission will be granted because he's actually favored to become the new the coordinator in oh. in Pittsburgh. So. But again, another team that it's you wrap around defense. You think you think of defense, and you're going in that direction. Correct. So let's talk a little Washington uh, Commodores, Commanders, Commanders, Commodores. Does it really matter? Yes, we are. No, wait. <laughs> I have an official announcement here. This is big news. That helmet, that jersey is horrific. This is the Pittsburgh jersey. I like the white. The black stinks. The other ones are fine. The white oh, one they, I'm okay with. The regular Washington jersey should have been made. They like the the black jersey should never have been a thought. No, but wait, this is an important announcement. Mm, Jesus. Adrian Gonzalez is officially retired. I just have to All right, Aegon. Yeah. I mean, gone. is it technically every baseball player going to be retired when they say we're just shutting down it the looks, whole operation? It looks like he was playing in uh, Mexican ball. Yeah, he was playing in Mexico, I think. All right, I was really hoping for him of, to be that. He was one of my key clubs in my peak fantasy baseball days. Yeah, it, his his Instagram post says he's retiring from everything because it says he got to play in minors Mexican winter. Yeah, <laughs> it just says he was on, with the no, Mets. No, he didn't say everything. It lists all the leagues that he played in: the minors, the Met, the Mexican winter league, all that kind of stuff. He was a Met for a cup of coffee. Never forget. It was too long. He was a Met for like three months. Okay, so two cups was, of coffee. He was a New York Met. It was two thousand and eighteen. It was 2018. It was four games. Yeah. Batted 237. Yep. Had six homers and 26 RBIs. That was the year I went to spring training. And I said, I don't know why this guy is on the team. 
I hated him from the minute I saw him. It was also blocking Dom, who I mean, the well, next that was year we were we were still in the age of we're blocking but, contracts to save the contracts. It just didn't. So the starting so the starting lineup that year at the end Wait. of the year was. Oh, at Pilecki, the end of the year, Flores. Well, the, according to the baseball reference, Pilecki, Flores, Azubu Cabrera, Rosario, Fraser, Conforto, Austin Jackson, and Jay Bruce. I remember that. Jose Batista was on that bench too. Don't forget. He was. Yes, he was. That's the year I went. And Jose up to Lobaton was on the team too. Right? Yeah, that was the year I went to went up to Boston for the with the seven leg. So around that time, and then McNeil was called up too. Yes. Yep, McNeil is on here. The last. PJ Colon pitched two a couple months. Daniel Zamora came back from. Pete never got called up. That was dumb. Yeah. Well, that was the year they were holding his contract. That's why. <laughs> they were like, fuck it. We'll but then they just up. didn't. They could have held his contract the next year, too. But it wasn't worth it. At that point, it was like, okay, we need to actually get people to show up. I. Because the next year was the year the Wolpons were really trying to sell. I'm surprised they didn't do it because in the, the grand scheme of the those things, like the Super 2 dates, most of the time, it's like two weeks. So, like, right. they could have kept them Chris in. Bryant? Right. The Chris Bryant thing was like four days. <laughs> it, it, they could, and So, like, they could have kept them down for two weeks. They had already just traded for Robinson Cano and Diaz. They would have sold two weeks worth of tickets and then got called them up. But they, they did the right thing for once in their lives. And they always sell – you always sell tickets that first week of the season because it's a new year. Right. It's the beginning of baseball. I right. mean, look at the movie Rookie of the Year. It's sold out opening day, and then next thing you know, it's all empty the next day. That <laughs> guy came over my TikTok, the guy who – Rookie of the Year, the kid. The pitcher? Uh, it's like – Yeah, because yeah, he's like – people are sh- like shocked that he's the old it's, – it's one of those like, oh, that guy's that age, or there was one that people didn't realize – he was in American Pie and Rookie of the yeah. Year. Like right. they didn't realize that didn't Thomas make that Ian connection, Nichols. I guess. Thomas Ian Nichols. Yeah. So it was. Yeah. It was. You know he does music also. What? He does music also. I. That's probably why he's on TikTok. He's doing music shit. I don't know. Good for him. He was in um, Hell's Kitchen, in uh, Grey's Anatomy. He hasn't been in any good movies since. Of course not. American Reunion was really the last one. He's... I stopped watching those movies after like the second one, I think. Yeah, because now he's just now he's just the American Pie guy. That's what it comes down to, right? And he's just making his money off of that. So what else we got? Uh, baseball, there is none ever again. Right. And I'm Nick calling Vin out right now. I am calling Vin out right now. On his stupid comment. Oh, yeah, no. that I I, I am calling full bullshit on your, if they cancel the season, I'm done. If they miss an entire season, there's no way. You will, if they miss the whole season and they announce You may not go to games, but you're watching every night. I call bullshit. No, no, no. You're probably right. I guarantee you that Lauren will convince him to be at opening day 2023, and he will be sitting there with Lauren. With nope. his car lights I'm on a... at the Home Depot parking lot, and it'll be dead when he gets as there. As soon as I said I said that, like a half hour later, I was gonna go back in the text and be like, "I didn't mean that," because like I thought about it, it wasn't in the moment pissed off thing. But 
if they miss a whole season, I'm not going to games the season at whenever. That's they a lie. I'm well, calling I, bullshit. I will not. He will. He will. I, I call. I'm calling bullshit. I will not go because your your dad's gonna get a bunch of tickets. My dad's gonna be in Delaware. He's I, still gonna get you a bunch of tickets. Doesn't matter. Nope. <laughs> We're not going. You're still gonna. He's gonna come up and he's gonna be like, "Hey, Noah's coming down. Amanda's gonna be there." Nope. We're, we're in. We're all okay. in. You got me with the kid. Because if the kid <laughs> wants to go, I'm kind of screwed. It's <laughs> yeah. a good point. Can't say no. Noah's going to FaceTime it... you. He's going to FaceTime you from his own phone at that point because he's going to be old enough to have his own line. <laughs> if, if he wants, that's it. That's the only thing. I'll be, And then you're going to call me and be like, Steven, grab Braden. We're doing this. We're going, we're going to the game. <laughs> we're going to the game. <laughs> Nephews are calling. But We're in. Your nephew's name is Braden, so he'll be playing in the cross instead of baseball. He'll have the little flow going yeah. down the <laughs> They set him up to play lacrosse or hockey. I'm just that's just the thing. Listen, I will make sure it's hockey because right, we don't that's need fine. Any, Let him play we don't hockey. need any of those fo- we don't need any of those lacrosse punks around oh, here. Not the lacrosse punks. I hate lacrosse. Remember that Blue Mountain State episode? <laughs> no, I don't actually. Yes, you do. I never watched fought. that show. I really never watched it. That show is a great one. That's a good one. If you could the find first it two seasons, and I don't remember the third one. For the end of the season two, they used the uh, the Islander Orange jerseys and, and a bunch of stuff. It's kind of funny. Um, Nick sucks, so that's that. So everyone's getting traded out of the state of New oh, York, apparently. Randall's the, getting traded. Had, Harden's getting traded. I knew we had another topic to come up on. What was the Randall thing that you wanted to talk about? Oh, he has it. to be in the top list of the biggest fall from graces in New York history. You know what's funny? I was listening to Cardin and Roberts a couple of weeks ago, and Cardin brought up this great point of he was so good when nobody was there to watch him play. Right. But now that people watch him play, he's awful. Right. It's very weird because we because people were this... chanting MVP at the foul line. Granted, we we all knew that was tongue in cheek, right. but but it's but we, still we knew from. The beginning of even when he was good last season, we were like, "Okay, he's definitely not the guy." Right. But and they but they set the team up that he still has to be the guy. Because Kemba's right. not was never going to be right. a guy. Right. At, at the best case well. scenario, you were setting up for them to be one and two, and and Derrick Rose to kind of fill in and whatever. And, right. And also, the good thing this year, at least so far, has been RJ has been kind of stepping up and becoming the right. guy. So it's right. kind of showing you, like, all right, we can get rid of Randall because RJ could be the guy to build around now because he's young. Thing with What's Randall his contract is like, Danny? What? RJ. Uh, I don't contract. know. I, I don't know. I, it, it, he has another year or two left. The Knicks, I mean, they have to build a second guy. That's the whole goal. Because you're well, not going to get a first guy first. Well, but I'm saying it's, it's almost, it's very, very tough. You have to get extremely lucky. To right. get a guy organically, you right. can't like you can't build. It's tough. You have to get the right draft and get the right thing and whatever. That guy right. you have to bring in a free agency or trade or whatever. And, and if Dame wants out or not Dame, uh, Donovan Mitchell wants out. Okay, then we got something here. But you have to have number two in place, right? In order, if you were really gonna do something, it, RJ could be that guy. He looks to be. I mean, at least in the conversation. But my whole thing is, if you're trading for Donovan Mitchell, you're probably sending RJ the other way. Right. So he picked. They picked up the club option, the two club options on him. So he has the this year and next year. Plus he has a qualifying number of fourteen million the year after, um, which will be He'll year be five. On the team unless and then an RFA, unless they trade him. 
And listen, if if Utah calls and says, "Hey, your hometown boy wants out." Oh, you're doing it without a doubt. Yeah, but but RJ's got to be the focal point. The problem with trades in the NBA <laughs> is once you're you're shot the second you get them because you got rid of half your team. Right, and Mitchell just got a new contract, so you'd have to send Randall the other way money-wise, most likely. Right. And but then if we were to trade Randall to... next week, which I highly doubt, we would have to get like a two awful contracts just because of how much Randall would be going back. If, if, you're trading, if you're trading him to trade him, yes, you'd have to get bad contracts. But ba- if you get bad expiring contracts, well, yeah. maybe. We, Inter- you interesting, we're actually coming up on the anniversary of the Carmelo trade, if you want to look back. Something, but right, that was but the that, same thing. Look a good at example. all those guys that they traded. That team was good as a unit, but, but they, they weren't they had great. The trade yeah. Pelton, they had trade Gallinari, they had trade Wilson Chandler, and, and that was that was Wilson Chandler. What was the other dude's name? Chump, right? No, or did Chump, Chump was a rookie. That, uh, no, okay, so, rookie so the, the Knicks, Knicks right. got Mello, Billups, Corey Brewer, Rondell Bachman, Sheldon Williams, and Anthony Carter. They traded Gallinari, Wilson Chandler, Moskov. It was Wilson Chandler. Yeah. Um, Moscow contract, basically, right? And Anthony Rudolph and Eddie Curry went to the T-Wolves. Oh, Eddie Curry. Wow. Who would later go on to win an NBA championship. And that team wasn't bad. They just... No, but Stoudemire was the main focal point, which we knew that wasn't going to last. Well, but then he broke down very quickly. That was unfortunate. Donovan Mitchell just signed his five-year $163 million. This is his first year in it. Yeah. So, so he's got he, three more years under contract and then a player option after that. Like I said, if you're going to make that trade, Randall's money is going to have to go back the other way. So that's now you're yeah. going to have to pay more in player. Okay. You know, you know what's interesting is when that option comes, he's only going to be 29. I, do you want to wait for that, though? Well, it's a player option in those years, so it doesn't matter anyway. Right. But still, if he wants out, they're going to they got to trade him. If he wants out, but look, where is the top. where is Utah? Are they bad? Are they bad? No, they're like the top they're, of the they're league. Okay. They're okay, but they're one of their guys got hurt the other day, so it's the West is a mess now because it's like the Lakers. It's not the Lakers, so it's Phoenix. It's well, the Bulls are first in the East. So what the hell? It's Utah and it's Denver, pretty much at this point. Wait a minute, Cleveland's the third best team in the East. Cleveland's been un- unbelievable this year. I mean, I want to call them on. Oh yeah, they're eleven games over five hundred. They're very good. For, they're tied with the Bucks at eleven games over five hundred. Right. The Bucks and the Sixers. Sixers are a game. A half a game well, it's the Bucks. Them. It's the Bucks conference to lose, and then, like I said, Chris Paul and the Suns are kind of top of the West with uh, Jokic and the fucking Jazz, and then Nuggets. Ja- the, the, so no, it's the Nuggets. Suns, Warriors, Grizzlies, Jazz, oh, Mavericks. Stupid Warriors. The Grizzlies are playing well too. The Grizzlies don't really. Who do the Grizzlies have? John Morant. Oh yeah, John's been good. I forgot about that. So that's, I guess he's kind of the. He's that team that we were kind of just talking about. They have the focal point. Now, now go get a two. Well, that's the thing. They got lucky really in the draft. And that jaw is, you know, because he, I think they got him second. Listen, it doesn't matter anyway with the Lakers because they better start stepping up. The Lakers, are, might not make the, well, 
Can he leave? He said, well, apparently it came out today that he has said that he's all in on leaving to go play with his son when his son gets drafted. But we still have three years left of high school. Right. He's not even going to be a top player at that point. LeBron or... uh... No, LeBron. You can't have that many more years left to being a top five player. He's already starting to get hurt. It's only two years. 2024 NBA draft. Right, but he's already getting hurt. Listen, it's going to happen. I'm sure he's not good enough to just go straight to the NBA. Wait, are they they're allowed to go straight again? They don't have to come. I don't know. I'll, Isn't it I one lost, year and I lost track. Yeah, he's got to go to a year of college, or or whatever, or skip senior year and go play like Ball did and go play overseas for a year, Do whatever. Go play for Under Armour or whatever that whole thing is. Right. Play for the uh, Shanghai Stefan Marbury's. Sure. <laughs> Didn't he do that? Who? Oh. Yeah, he became a god there. <laughs> yeah, he was great. And then he got it's his like star. Mari Stoudemire in Israel. Now he's a conservative Jew, like Orthodox Jew. Good for him. It's because wasn't his like great grandma's nephew? Yeah, yeah, something. <laughs> now he's Some sort of ridiculous. You which, know, which is hilarious to me. He's tatted out, but he's the exception to the rule of. Oh, I was actually, it's funny. I was actually talking to a bunch of people about this the other day um, at work, and it's actually the more modern Orthodox Jews have gotten the rule changed. Oh, okay. Yeah, because, like, and it was, and it's crazy because it was actually part of the conversation I had growing up for a lot, a lot of time. It didn't make a lot of sense because think about Holocaust survivors. Right. It's right. not, That's how is it fair to them if you're going to exempt them, you know, where do, you, where do you put them, right? So now, now even the more modern, Modernized. I mean, Orthodox got it all flipped, and I mean, there's tattoos, and then there's Amari Stoudemire, right? Well, (laughs) Birdman can't convert and get buried in Amari Stoudemire. I mean, Birdman, Birdman's not getting buried in a Jewish cemetery anytime soon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's got Amari's got nothing on Birdman. Birdman's got him from top of his head down. Oh, that Birdman, yeah, yeah, yeah. The bat, well, he's player. close. <laughs> oh, yeah. Two of them are going to just show up at a game one day together. Kevin Adams has been named the Senior Vice President of Football Operations and Strategy. Yeah, they had him step down as Assistant GM. That sounds like an upgrade. It is. It's more of a go lose. sit here and just keep quiet. In the We're not losing you. I think senior vice president of football operations sounds like he's above the GM to me. <laughs> so he's above uh, Lynch now. Who who knows? Listen, they're like, Steven yeah, Jones we almost lost seat. you. We almost lost you. Here, here's a pay upgrade, and, and we're gonna add to your. We're gonna make your title longer. As long as he doesn't That's... make any decisions. No. Nah, he'll go. He'll go to the combine. He'll be. He'll be in at the. Pro days, he'll get sent. He'll be one of the guys who gets sent to like, you got three or four teams on a pro day at uh, the same time. He'll go to one of them. He'll go to like the fourth ranked team out of them. You know, the mm-hmm. SEC pro day. You'll have like top guys going to Bama. He'll be the guy who goes to like NC State. 
Danny, what did you read on on uh, Senior Week? When's the game today? Yeah, it's today. I haven't really been following. I guess other than talking Giants guys went and snacks. <laughs> Snacks finagled his way to going for two days. Um, uh, the, I don't know. It seemed like there was a lot of, like, I guess Malik Willis looked good compared to other players. A bunch of offensive linemen they liked. Um, that's what I heard from them, but um, nothing really you know, crazy Malik to report Willis. that I, I know from my eyes or stuff like that. So. It's going to be interesting. We're going to see which quarterback the media loves, and they're going to boost them all the way up to top pick. In the latest Walter football, as of the third, okay? So he did this. This this one was talked about on the third. So we have the linemen out of the defensive end out of Oregon going one. Kenny Pickett going number two. I don't know about that. Not that I don't know if it's going to happen. I uh, I trust that Kenny Pickett in general. Oh, and who went one? I'm sorry. The kid from Oregon. Oh, Oregon. Thibodeau. Yeah, Thibodeau. Yeah. And then Hutch three, I would assume. They're basically going to replace yeah. JJ by getting JJ. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Basically. Oh what? Ooh, no, he's he's been it. turning. Oh no, he's not even there. But I've heard he's been turning heads in the draft. This this is an interesting one. See, this Java. is this is we have four. We have three months to mock. So I'm just gonna do go crazy. Right, but this is See, where it becomes. Evan Neal George going was in. that for. All right, home run. Yay! Okay. Here, good. Only close. Go. Let him go number six. Get him away from us. Is that an interesting name? Big George. Uh, I don't know. I really hope that on um, it's a coin Ajobo. flip between him and Ajobo at this point. What do you want, I, Danny? Person, well, you know what I or want. Or both of you. I don't know. I want Ajobo because I've watched him. I know him. Okay. I've watched. I've watched George play at Purdue because he played Purdue. Um, he's talented. He's he's skilled, but I prefer. Ajobo because he's the guy who could put his hand in the ground and he could also stand up. Right. I like I like those hybrid. Sure, I'm with you on that. Because you can have because that's an every down type of guy, you know. Ultimately, what I want is we trade one of these picks, depending on the war situation. Listen, if Ajobo's gone at seven, you move back. You take you... that pick and you start moving back. Right, right or you... five, and uh, Harris jumped in. That's the tackle from uh, NC State. I wouldn't hate him as well. He's been in mocks as well. So we're looking at two offensive linemen. David Davis. Oh, he said Davis. Oh no, no. Davis um, was I, the other guy that we were looking at also this week. I was told Jordan so. Davis. Oh yeah. God, no. See Stingley for the Jets would be good. That I I had him in a couple of mocks. That That's the guy. Oh, the Washington. Yeah, Washington. I like so how Walter. Red... I like how Walter Football still uses them and it it's still calls them completely Redskins. Red yeah. <laughs> Not even football team. We're just we're <laughs> don't even care. He's like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, yeah, that's about as far as it goes. Oh wow. Let's see, Kyle Hamilton's been going in the top ten in the mocks I've seen. Okay. He's but an interesting I, uh, name. for the for the Giants, ultimately I want an if one of the edge guys falls to us, 
I'm taking one of them and then one of the premier tackles. Okay. We book them for that. That would be the the situation if one of the guys that they don't like or they know they can get if they were able to trade back and get more picks. That's obviously obviously the situation I want for the Giants because we're not in a win now mode. I would hope we trade back again. Right. And see, and see what people want to trade up for. Listen, let people trade up. This is going to probably say wide receiver when you for you get to it. Yeah, yeah they it's always yep, Kentucky. Wandale Robinson. Um, I have must be good from Kentucky getting in the. He first has gra- game breaking speed. I sure. Um, <laughs> I've said this every draft we've ever talked about. We haven't picked a receiver in the first round since Javon Walker. It's not going to happen now. Um, right. So, I, if I, anything, I, trade back. Is those Probably. rumors true then that they might extend uh, Rodgers or? They There's... want to extend Rodgers. Well, so here's the the. He later on in the season started speaking more uh, highly of the GM, which was the problem in the first place. His relationship with the GM, they seem to have settled their relationship a little bit. Um, he stuck around a little bit after the season ended and like went over off season plans with them. So there is an increasing feeling that he could stick around. I still don't think it's going to happen. Um, but yeah, there is, there is a, a thought that they would extend them. And then at that point you trade Jordan love and I don't know, get whatever you can for him. Probably similar to Jimmy, like a second or a third or whatever value he has. I don't know. Does he have that kind of value? I probably has value of at least a third round pick. I don't, I, I wouldn't maybe a fourth something. Or you just keep him for another, right. I don't know. Excuse <coughs> me. Like so I said, there des- is, there's an article here that from sports, a four destinations for Jordan love. Houston, yeah. the Giants, just to create a competition. Mm-hmm. That's what I ultimately want to do. Oh, it's if... interesting. They actually put a trade in for it also. So if it's the Texans, it's Cooks and a conditional fourth for Love. That would be uh, a trade I would jump on. Okay. Right. With us, it's Slayton, a third and a fifth. For love and a twenty twenty three six, that sounds like a lot. Well, the fifth from us would be twenty twenty three also, so it's not this year. But Danny, yes or no? Done. Okay. You don't like Slayton? Um, Packers. It's not. I don't like Slayton. I like Slayton for what what he's ultimately is on the Giants now. That's that's a great value for me, and okay. we have a guy going hopefully. Hopefully he's learned a lot under Rogers the last couple of years, and he, with the new coaching staff, anything is possible. You know? He's a talented quarterback, that's for sure. Whether he's gonna his decision making is there, I don't know, but he's got the arm and he's got the legs. So you Definitely. said a fourth and a fifth round, along with Slayton. so, so I think it, it was a third Slayton, and a fifth. Slayton, a 2022 third and a 2023 fifth. But then when you get a love, sixth, we also get the 2023 sixth out of them. So I would, I, I would have Slayton to, I would have. I think I would take my chance. I, I think it's chance. worth the chance. It's like I I I don't know much about Slayton, but I, yeah, I think I'd 
if I keep, Slater's I say, basically a deep threat, but he hasn't caught. He had a rough year catching the ball. He's so been hurt. Okay. He's been hurt. I already have uh, one of those. So, but I I'll yeah, he's basically a yeah, MVS. That's what he is. So whatever. Um, the next one was the Falcons, where the Pal- the it. Packers would give a 2022 third, a 2023 third, and the Falcons would get love. Wait, what? So the so there's we're four trades. Thirds? The first one was Houston. The second one was the Giants. Right. The Falcons. third one is the Falcons. We're getting the Falcons are are going to trade the Packers their third round pick this year and, and third year. round pick next year. Okay. And Jordan Love goes to the Falcons. How about because he doesn't want to be there anymore? You keep your thirds, and I'll just take Calvin Ridley. <laughs> you're gonna have to put another draft pick. In there. You're gonna have to you put can, some. You can you're have gonna have another have third. Some, you're gonna. Or you can have the Saints. This is the last one. The Saints. He doesn't want to be there either. Michael Thomas. No, continue. Okay. So Michael Thomas is not in this trade. No. (laughs) Um, The Texans. So the Saints have the Texans third round pick this year. So it'll be the Texans third round pick this year. The Saints fifth round pick this year. The Saints fourth rounder next year for Jordan Love. Like I said. Third, fourth round, roughly value. couple of those. I think it would be worth it. You, you know what I find interesting about those four? Is that three of them are all in the NFC. So, I don't think they'd be, mind. I don't think they would mind, but would they? But would those teams want to be giving the Packers all those draft picks? It's possible. Think? I, 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 don't know, I don't know if they think about it that way, the other teams. Because they're getting the more secure thing, I guess. Are they, though? That's the key. You're question marking what you're getting. You're, at the end of the day, it's all becoming a question mark. It's it, but it, you're getting a person that you know, you've seen, you've probably scouted before, as opposed to a pick is. I know. Yeah, we, we have this conversation all the time. A pick could be anything, but a pick could also be nothing. Right. You at Me least personally, have a I like. You know, I've liked my later picks because you know those are always those hidden gem offensive linemen that you don't know. Well, that's the thing. What well, was Gates? What hopefully, was Gates? with the new regime, it would matter. In the right, past look at, Giants look at regime, Gates. Didn't really when was matter. Gates picking? The sixth round was Gates the center. Gates was undrafted. Right. Even that point, that alone, that there alone, like, you know. But that's the, the same whole thing. the whole offense fell apart. Like, right. We had decent offensive outings to start the season. Gates. That's the same. The same thing with the Packers is basically all their offense on linemen. Bakhtiari was a later pick. Runyon. Right, Corey Lindsley, who left and went to, to the Chargers. All those guys were like third and fourth round picks. Right. So that's just if you're but trading that behind you're getting, Chris Snee, O'Hara was a late pick. You're getting um, late offensive lineman picks, which is well, fine with But if Bryce Love is what he suppo- was supposed to be Jordan Love. On a cop, Jordan Love. Sorry, Bryce. Where did I get Bryce from? There is a Bryce Love out there. I forgot. He's the what, Alabama quarterback. Right. That's right. Yeah. I would love to have him in team. Yeah, sure. That Are they related? No, I don't think so. Love is a very common last name. Also, if you... Oh, Bryce Love is the running back in Washington. There we go. Yeah. At a Stanford. Then who's Bryce... Isn't it Bryce Love or Bryce... Jordan. It's Bryce something. The Alabama quarterback. Alabama. Bryce Young? Yeah. Bryce Young. Bryce no? Young. Yeah, okay. 
I was confused. <laughs> I know we're there's just, a Bryce Love. We're just mixing guys together. No, it, there definitely wasn't Bryce Love. I thought it was the Alabama quarterback. Okay. But no, it's he came, the running back out of Stanford. He's in Washington. Okay. He's a commander. He's a commander. <laughs> well, I mean. Yeah, we were saying that out loud. <laughs> if the value of, and this is some random article we're just reading off. If the value is that of Love. Which is basically yeah. a middle of the uh, anywhere from a third to fifth round pick, and a decent and a player, with, and possibly you know. a player, right? You know, and if it's a player, it turns into a. It's basically a third to a sixth, anywhere from three to six is what we were seeing. I guess nobody it's likes trading fourth round picks two... because you never hear about fourth round pick getting traded. <laughs> no, it's basically two thirds because like Cooks is a third, Slayton's a third, the other ones had multiple picks in them, right. So, I, if if they can get two thirds for him, then you do it. I just again, I don't. At the end of the day, is what is Roger? What's where I, you? It, where right, it's all on him is... whether he wants to stay or go. I'm a hundred percent fine either way at this point. Did if they hire an to... offensive coach, coordinator yet or no? Who the Packers? Yeah, yeah, they promoted their offensive line coach to the coordinator. Okay, so what kind of relationship is there? Is the next question. Uh, he's been around a while. Um, they also promoted a quarterbacks because the quarterbacks coach went with Hackett, I think. Somebody, yeah, the quarterback co- coach I think is Hackett's offensive coordinator now in Denver. He took him with him, or he went somewhere. So uh, they promoted a quarterbacks coach who was on the staff that Rodgers has a very good relationship with. So that was, and he's like talked about multiple times. So that was Justin Otten. Is what? The offensive coordinator in Denver. Denver hires offensive coordinator and Clint Kubek as the. Uh... Yeah, those are the guys that they brought over. Okay. Packers QB. Coach. I didn't spend the last three seasons Packers tight end coach. Oh, okay. So. The quarterback coach went to Chicago. Okay, yeah, that I remember. They're trying to develop. Uh, yes, Luke Luke Getzey was the um, quarterback coach. He went to Chicago. Look at Rogers with the, the new Bears. guy. Favre did the Vikings. Rogers will now do the Bears. Jordan Love in twenty years is going to go to the the Lions. We're, leave, so... we're leaving the Packers. After all the MVPs in Green Bay, we go to the, we're picking a different team inside the division. I think Connor Lewis was this, is the co- the quarterback coach now, and he's a guy that Russ that uh, Rogers has talked about uh, before. So basically, if you promote if you could find a way to promote him, well, yeah, he's going to be the QB coach. So I, he's going to be the QB coach or the offensive coordinator. No, the, like I said, the coordinator. His name is Adam Stenovich. He was the offensive line coach, and he's. I mean, he like. He is given a lot of credit for the guy, the the offensive line, one that they had this year that was everybody was hurt, and they still stayed together. But like, you've been saying you know, that for the last seven years, Vin. What? <laughs> that everybody was hurt. Everybody's hurt on the offensive line. I mean, it's just the way it is. But like, uh, Runyon and Corey Lindsay, all those guys I mentioned that they pick with later picks, he's given a lot of credit in their development. Right. Okay. Okay. So. And- Apparently Shane has done. Oh, the Bills have done that as well. So hopefully, they continue to do that. Right. This is going to be a long off season for both franchises. You know, 
who knows how long you're going to be waiting about Pat, about far about Roger again. So he says he's going to make his decision. He said quick. Quick is not this. It's month. already past. You're already past quick. We're past quick, but he says before. Frank, oh, is he is he going to pull an A Rod like in 07 and opt out in the middle of the Super Bowl? <laughs> he said before free agency, which free agency is like the middle of March. So sometime right. in the next probably six weeks, he he wants to be fair to them. But he also wants to be fair to his new team to know, like, he's got to get somewhere before everybody spends their money or right. trades their draft picks or does whatever. March 14th, 2022 okay. is the official start of NFL I would expect be- by probably by March 1st, we'll have an answer. I would say. Which isn't quick. So it's not I, quick. I, well, I, so I, I, I want to figure it out. Who, who's doing the Super Bowl? Channel 4 is doing the Super Bowl? Yeah, who's yeah. their sideline? I want Breeze uh, to pop up on the screen and be like, I just got some major Packer news coming out. And like Stafford's stepping back and they just put it on the screen that Rogers. If, if any sideline reporter is gonna and he I mean, this is gonna it's gonna sound the way it sounds, but he has a good relationship with Aaron Andrews, so she'd be the one to have the information. But she's not calling it but I know, more importantly, I'm just she'd be the one to have the information. Or but more importantly, we're friends. getting Danny's favorite T V guy ever. Oh well, yeah. I I, I start liking. I the like them now. The I used to hate him growing up, but <laughs> Danny had such a like. Every time the Giants would say that they had Chris Collinsworth, Danny would be like, "Fuck this." <laughs> no, yeah, it seemed like he just didn't like the Giants for whatever reason. And then it is I kind of cool though that he's going to call the Bengals Super Bowl. Right. Yeah. Cool. Which is I'll, cool. I just hope you don't completely hear the Troy Aikman in him. <laughs> like he calls it down the middle, yeah. but then again, oh, we will. always could tell who they bet on. Right. Well, Al, Al, Al will always talk. Well, you'll know who. He yeah, he'll on hit the overs and unders. Or the overs and unders, yeah. That will hurt. That will get a lot of people very angry at one yeah. way or the other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, All right. He's always that guy that yells at the at that last second field goal that <laughs> costs him money. Right. Right. <laughs> so he's like, oh look, it went in. It's good. <laughs> Or it's like, it's good! He gets all excited because he wins. Right. Um, but we are going to talk Super Bowl. We are going to figure out how we are going to responsibly be responsible in our gambling for the Super Bowl. Interesting. Right. So far, no prop bets. No, yeah, no, those like, cool prop bets on FanDuel. Um, but maybe this week they'll pop up because this oh, is... I'm sure week. they will. Now that media day is coming up and all that yeah. fun stuff. So we will be back Wednesday. Uh, we are in a... Uh, intense negotiation with Donnie Boyer to join us to talk about his team. Um, he's on the fence of does he want to come pre or does he want to come after the Why game to join us? I That's part of the negotiation. It does come down to uh, a certain someone on our show's pick. Um, <laughs> I, he is I, banking. If you, Donnie, if you're listening and it makes you feel better, my head is on the Rams. But I'm still going <laughs> it's a, back it's a tough, It's a tough. It's a tough. Because it, that, now I'm thinking <laughs> my head is on the Rams, so I should bet the Bengals because my head's been wrong on the Bengals the whole time. I, I'm in a pickle here. <laughs> he he may give you the money to bet on. The- <laughs> yeah, what do you you tell me what you want me to do, Doc? <laughs> so with that being said, he was very adamant Sunday night about make sure Vin knows he has been perfect at picking against us so far. <laughs> so with that fair, being said, he's the one that told me. That they had no defensive linemen and that Derek Henry was going to run over them. <laughs> and then the Chiefs, everybody but the Chiefs. That's not my fault. Listen. Well, the Chiefs choked. Right. That's not, that's not on Chief me. Choked. That's on the Chiefs. Chiefs choked. And also, the tight ends at the end of the day 
didn't give the ball to Derrick Henry at all, so it didn't make any sense. Got sacked nine times, and they won the game. (laughs) You had the best running back in the league back from injury, and he barreled over guys for plenty of plays early in that game, and they just stopped giving him the ball. (laughs) Unbelievable. So with that being said, we will be back Wednesday night. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your Pro Bowl, NHL All-Star game, Olympics until then. I think USA. I know women's hockey started, I think, uh, by the time we're back. Men's will have started. And on Wednesday night, the Islanders will be back as well on the West Coast by the time we're done recording. So it'll be perfect. With that being said, enjoy enjoy your weekend, everybody.